Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now There, all of our nieces, nephews, and non-binary familials. I'm your Auntie Ruth. And I'm your Auntie Gina. And we're... And we're... You're weird. Ants. The show where we take a look at current pop culture and talk about how it connects to past trends and facts. This week... Yep. We watched... Yep. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. The, <laughs> the, the Batman. That's one. If um, you want to know which one, the one. The, yeah. The Batman. the Batman. AKA. Which Batman? Robert Pattinson. That's right. Is the Batman. He sparkles in the sun. <laughs> He's the only one. But you only see him at night in this, so. That's right. You would never know. Yes, he's the Batman. He's the Dark Crusader. He's the Dark Knight. <laughs> you know what just, you know just came to me? Because you said, like, you know, he's a vampire. He's uh-huh. playing a bat. <laughs> Man. Uh-oh. He's <laughs> come full circle. I don't know why I only just thought of that. He has come full circle. So, yeah, we did. And I just a warning. Okay, so we covered the Batman, and the the I I pitched this to Ruth because I was like, what can we offer the fans of this film that several several podcasts have not already offered? And I was like, well, what could two Aging, out of touch, eccentric, ants. Yeah. You know, we're we're watching this film. We've seen all the Batmans. Like we grew up with the original Batman. Yeah. And we're just gonna take a peek. You mean Adam West? And tell you what we think. You know. Yeah. That that's what you're getting here. Yeah. Experience. It's a brand new. It's a brand new experience. That That is what we're offering. Mm-hmm. If you ever wondered, you know, when you went over to your weird aunt's house that never seemed to be quite sober <laughs> and always made you herbal tea, what did she think of the Batman? Well, here you go. Now you know. Now you know. Well, you're gonna know. You're gonna know in about two seconds. <laughs> Do you have the the description that... Yeah. The yeah, this is the this is a plot yeah. of the Batman. I mean, who doesn't know who Batman is? Yeah. 
When a a sadistic serial killer begins murdering key political figures in Gotham, Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. There we go. Which, you know, here's one thing I really liked about this movie. Okay. Um, In contrast to the Christopher Nolan movies. Here's the thing, okay? Okay. I'm going to say. The Christopher Nolan movies were masterpieces because they took, you know, like a comic book character and then, like, gave him a backstory as though he were, like, um, like, made it more realistic, right? Like, sure. Okay. And then with this one, it's just, like, right out the gate, you're getting Batman. I don't need an origin story. I don't need any of that stuff. Even though I appreciated it with Christopher Nolan, I don't need to see it again. I know where we're coming from. Do you know sure. what I mean? Like, you know, his mother and dad die. But the difference is, is that the reason why they die, they go about it in a different way in this film. So right. you're not, you feel like, oh, God, another Batman movie. But it's like it takes a whole different turn. Well, and this is, this is definitely, it's the youngest Batman. And this is like... Fresh out the gate, Batman. Yeah. He doesn't have it all figured out. Right. You know, he doesn't, he's not perfectly coordinated yet. You know, he makes a couple stumbles and falls. Yeah. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't know how his gear quite works yet. He's still figuring it out. He's a young, he's a young man. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't quite have it. It doesn't. His mission. It doesn't feel. Statement hammered out. I don't... Okay, so I'm not, like, familiar with all of the comic book stories and iterations, okay? I'm shocked. Listen, so... Okay. Um, all I know is what I know, and it's not sure. everything, but, you know, there wasn't a lot of your typical Batman stuff in, in this film. Like, no camp, first of all. No camp. Um, Disagree. Whoa. Okay, we'll get to that. Um... And also, like, there there wasn't a lot of, like, like, they kind of focused more on, like, this true crime story as opposed to Batman story. Hard agree. Yeah. Hard agree. So, here's where the camp element came into play for me. <laughs> okay. Okay, first, we start off, it's Halloween. Halloween where? <laughs> you're gonna mention my favorite character okay go ahead <laughs> please <laughs> who's your favorite character so, go on with what you're gonna say and then i'll tell you no please i mean okay. it, it sparked such so, joy okay so halloween right there's like all this crime uh-huh. it's gotham and there's always crime and it's gritty and so like everybody is you know struggling and there's this there's this character um, that's going to go rob a convenience store, I think. And I don't know what he's supposed to be, but I've just been calling him Onion Head. Okay, that is my camp point that I was just about to make. Thank Again, you. Halloween, where? Because <laughs> <laughs> why are they? Why do they look like vegetables that don't exist? Everybody's don't wearing root vegetable masks. Yeah. And then there's like a, a gang, but they're dressed up like the Warriors from like the Warriors <laughs> film. Like, what gang has coordinated face paint 
None that I know of. It's like, it's this, this isn't planet Earth. It can't be. Um, it's Gotham. You know, it's like, we have to, when I like had to tell you, that's when I texted you and I was like, I'm approaching this as if I'm a 12 year old Mm -hmm. and I'm just accepting that everybody's cool with the fact that people wear costumes and they're not put off by it. You know, like the Batman costume or onion head. All of them, because, again, there was there was face paint going on. Yeah. And he wasn't the only one in a costume. The Riddler. But it was Halloween. It was Halloween. Okay, so maybe. No, you're right. Maybe. And but also Catwoman, I guess that was just to obscure her identity. Listen, if Onion Head is a is like, why can't we make Onion Head a Batman villain? (laughs) Because he robs convenience stores. And he right. dresses I mean, up in a I, costume. Hello. You got I mean, Egghead. He, he needs to present more menace, obviously. I mean, He can do it. I know. I mean, that's the thing. It just He just needs to, again, show a little ambition. He needs and to. And he, too. He, okay. So, like, this is one of those cases where Onion Head needs to team up with another villain. You know, like how um, Penguin and Catwoman always work together. It's sure. It's like that. So like Onion Head needs like Egg Head. They're they're halfway to an omelet. And exactly. If they find a piece, if they find a piece of cheese or or a ham head, why have we not had an Egg Head um, villain yet in the Batman movie series? Whatever. Was that not Vincent was Price? It Vincent Price. Yes, Vincent Price. Yeah. Bill Hader would make a good egghead. <laughs> he would. But let's do it. Um, and then Onion Head. Yeah. So they're gonna team up. Right. That's a done deal. Yeah. Um. The Batman too. Right. So you know, and then again, so because we're just meeting Batman. Well, and the other thing is because so when I read up on the director who uh, he directed a Planet of the Apes, one of the Planet of the Apes. A Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to like this one was supposed to be for the youth. That's why they got Robert Pattinson in there because yeah. he's got a like a psychosexual hold on the younger millennials from you know, from glittering in the sun. Yeah, they some people like him, like Ba, right? Yeah, I mean and he also, you know, died in Harry Potter. Yeah, that was sad. I know. He was. I didn't kill him. He was a baby. I know he was. It was sad. Um, but yeah. So he's got a, a hold on that generation. I personally love him as an actor. Do I'm you say it now? I love him. I feel like he has Nick Cage potential. <laughs> okay. You want to know why I say that? I would love to know why you say that. When he showed up with that Elvis Presley accent. In that movie, with that, um, here, I'm looking it up right now. What movie are you talking about? <laughs> that, with that kid from Spider-Man. I that, don't know um, this movie. The Devil All the Time. So, okay, so Robert Pattinson's in this movie with Tom Holland, and everybody, obviously, has is working with a voice coach extensively to get this accent 
this regional southern southeastern accent Uh-oh. from the United States. You know who doesn't show up for lessons? Robert Pattinson. He shows up sounding <laughs> like Elvis from the 50s. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Can you please? It's not the right. Re- can you give not me an example? Not only is it not the right region. Yeah. Not only is it not the right region. Yeah. It's not the right time. When is this so set? it does it, it it was set, set in present um, day? No, but like here it is you have to listen to a clip of it. Okay. Because it is unhinged nutballs. Okay. Can you It's kind of the way in the same vein as Nick Cage showing up for Peggy Sue got married. <laughs> Can you please give me an example? Can you act out the can you act out a I scene? wish I could, but Why? I you you I swear to God, listen to a clip of it. Well I'm going to. But for right now for the audience, can you maybe you No, know, I cannot. Well, I can't I cannot sound like Elvis from the fifties. But can you sound like Robert Pattinson in this no, movie? I, can't. I absolutely cannot. I can't. I wish I could. Hey baby. I would if I could. Hey baby. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> oh, Tom Holland! <laughs> I don't know about all this rigmarole up in this church. <laughs> I didn't get that teenager pregnant, Tom Holland. <laughs> Something along those lines. Love it. So so okay. Okay. The point being, yeah. And like obviously, his work in the lighthouse. I'm just saying, That's it's true. like he's... That's true. He was very good in that. Yeah, I just love him. I just feel like the decisions he makes are unhinged. I mean, you just really can't... I, I, I will see him in anything. I just feel like wow. he really goes Did for it. Did you see him as Salvador Dali in that movie? No, no but I... <laughs> Not I've great. seen the clips on TikTok. <laughs> Not great. I've seen the clips on TikTok. I saw his um, berries and cream bob. <laughs> from the film, so yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, you know what? That's not that's not that's not the Batman. It's not the Batman but, is your emo hero, right? This that's is the, the thing. This so, is the Black Parade Batman. <laughs> when he was a young boy, his father got shot with his mother. <laughs> said <laughs> will you go on to become a vigil- vigilante <laughs> for the city of Gotham that I <laughs> Sorry. destroyed Sorry. <laughs> okay so he um you know he's he's getting his life together he's he's like man Alfred I'm not into making money what he is into is true crime, just like any, just like all the young girls. <laughs> and um, so our friend, the Riddler, a.k.a. Zodiac Killer, shows up. Yes. Um, Paul Dano, uh-huh. who is fantastic. Always. Um, and this is what I found interesting. So... Batman essentially becomes a detective. Yeah. Which is not, which is unlike any previous Batman. Right. He's like, get me in here. 
I need some clues. I want to I want to look at the crime scene. I want to get inside the mind. Yeah. Like what? It's, okay. There is this detective. So, sorry, let me preface. So there's obviously a murder. This one made me really sad. So the um the mayor of Gotham um what was his name? Mayor Don Mitchell was played by Rupert Henry Jones and gorgeous. He, he's one of my favorite actors. He's such an <laughs> angel. He was in Persuasion. And you're not a big Jane yeah. Austen. But, no, I know, but, but he's a lovely actor. I know. There was a lot of really good actors who were in oh, this movie for one, one minute. minute. <laughs> I know. Like, this cast is insane. I know. Did you also notice that the, um, oh, I can't remember his name, but he was uh, Blackbeard's sidekick on... Izzy Hands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Con O'Neill. He was in this, the, too. Play, yeah. Yeah, he was the cop. Yeah. But, um, so he goes, Batman goes in to investigate as the detective Batman. And, um, there's this detective there who is like, just like, what the fuck? You know, like, get out of the way. And because Batman's looking around at every little detail, you find out that he has these contacts that take pictures. Um, they record. Right. They record video yeah. sound, which is very Black Mirror. Yeah, very, very. Yeah, and so very cool. I, I was yeah. on board. So he's looking at every little detail of the crime scene, um, and the detective is just like really irritated with him. Like, um, excuse me, can you get out of the mm-hmm. way? I loved that guy. But it was weird because, I mean, like, he's dressed up like a fucking bat in a bat suit. And and other people were just like, what the fuck is this? Why is this guy here? He's not a cop. Why is he here? And so, so Commissioner Jordan, (laughs) Commissioner Gordon isn't a commissioner yet. He's lieutenant. So. Sure. So he's still working with Batman and they're like besties, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, the mayor gets murdered, and um, he dies from, like, this really weird instrument. And when I saw it, I thought it was, like, one of those um, sand, those kids' sand bucket shovels. Okay. I didn't... I didn't know what it was. I was like, riddle me this. What the fuck was that? Oh, I thought it was a paint scraper. But I I did know. Yeah. I did not I did not think it was a silver children's shovel. Well, but. I did. <laughs> I know, you told me. And <laughs> I'm like, now. how do you kill somebody with that? Like what is that? What is that thing that he killed him with? Right. I mean, I didn't really think it was a shovel, but that's what it looked like. And you clearly can't sure. stab somebody with a shovel. This. But I'm glad that you stuck with that, even after <laughs> ruling it out as impossible. That's all I could think of. I couldn't really. And then I let it out of my mind. <laughs> you did. You didn't consider <laughs> anything that made more sense. I don't know. You just. You just. That's where you landed. I don't know. I don't that's know all the you. weapons of the world. I don't know. It's metal. Who knows? 
You know what? It could have been an antique. I just I saw a shovel and I stopped there. (laughs) You know, (laughs) there was some. But here's the thing. So this whole thing, uh, I was uh, texting you the whole time while you were actually you were you were doing legitimate things on Mother's Day. Um, (laughs) I was (laughs) I was watching this and texting you texting you my thoughts the whole time because at first I thought, wait a second, is the Riddler actually the hero of the film? And the like Batman usually has this problem for me because. Um, like, as a total super leftist that I am, mm-hmm. I'm always like, is the director of this film just straight up capitalism? Because mm-hmm. the hero is like the richest man in town yeah. who decides to police the place himself. Mm-hmm. But he's not just trying to get one over. He's like trying to solve all this corruption and let it out. Like, these are all the people that are ruining the city. And guess what, Bats? Your parents yeah. were part of it. If you really wanted to help Batman, maybe you could also try to uncover corruption and not run around Listen, with your bare grills, he's- like, equipped <laughs> outfit that has flares and knives and, you know, like, climbing gear he has so much gear stuffed in that suit that's, like, seven oh, inches thick. the flying squirrel suit? Like, <laughs> it is crazy. He has so much survival gear. Adrenaline shots? <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, what does he have? Gogurt? Gatorade? <laughs> He'd better have granola Gatorade. Granola bars? Gogurt, I mean, jeez Louise. Gogurt. Gatorade. Granola bars. Penicillin, citrus if you have scurvy. I mean, like, mosquito nets. Like, there's nothing this guy doesn't have in his EpiPens. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely no nuts in case you have allergies. Like, this dude is outfitted. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like an inflatable dinghy. <laughs> Anti malarials. Like, Jesus. The COVID vaccines. <laughs> the good ones. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, it's just like, but, uh, so he's very prepared. But I'm like, but you could also, like, um, <laughs> invest in neighborhood growth. But um, he's, help education. It's like you're saying, though, but it's like all the modern, like, billionaires in the world do this. Um, exactly. I don't want to like name names for some reason, but yeah. but um, you know we have people that are you know trying to get to do their own thing. When it's like, oh, do you know what you could be doing for the world right now yeah. with that money? Exactly. But you're not like, building a spaceship, bro. They're all not going spaceship. to space. It's like. I, I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah. But Bruce Bruce is the same exact way. And it's it's just it yeah, it's like how do you how do you side with him when he's You you don't. Right. Which is why Catwoman is such a great character. Yeah, she was really good. Which is why I love when she kicked that motherfucker off the roof. Yeah. 
You know? And, of course, Batman saved him. So, no, we have to do this the right way. But it's like, yeah, I mean, not, look, I don't think murder is a good idea. And I'm not saying, like, people should go about, like, you know, I mean, the Riddler in this case Mm -hmm. was straight up murdering people. And I'm not saying we should, like, build guillotines. Not yet. But, like, I don't see why we can't expose people publicly. Absolutely. And if you want to throw in a cipher so we can all wordle it out, that would be amazing. Yeah. You'd be like, you never know what this senator did and then attach a wordle to it. So the whole world could, like, solve this cipher, and we would be like, what? <laughs> like, male sex worker? I didn't see that coming. Like, <laughs> oh, wow, I solved it in three. Um, <laughs> wow, thank you, Riddler. Like, that's what Anonymous should be doing right now. Yeah, get on it, anonymous. Agreed. But yeah, but in that, I think that I love that balance of like Catwoman, where she was like, "You must have never been poor." I was like, "Yeah, oh. exactly." Oh, and like the Riddler, the same thing. It was like, yeah, I mean, we were both orphans, but you were like in a tower. Yeah, you, you don't, you don't count. You weren't an orphan. You lost your parents, but you weren't an orphan. You weren't living in the slums like we were, getting abused and mistreated and addicted to drugs and shit like we were. Well, and pl- yeah, you, like, wake up with rats, like, chomping on your fingers. Yeah. And, you know, and he had said, like, um, when he was talking to Selena Catwoman, and he was like, well, you know, she made her choices, and she was like, you must never have been desperate. Yeah. You know, like, you're not in a position to make choices. Like, who like, the you're fuck surviving. are you? Yeah. That's like, why... That's why I had such a huge issue with, like, any kind of romantic anything between the two of them. It felt so icky and gross, and I hated it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what does she get out of this scenario? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Be- because, you know, like, you just named off everything that was wrong with him, and yet still you're going to make out with him? Yeah. I don't know. No, I know. I didn't I mean- like that. Well, and I guess, like, I mean, I guess the, like, premise of the movie is that this was, like, his sort of coming of age. So it was, like, he walked into this process, like, naive. And they're, like, you know, with this whole I am vengeance. And it was, like, well, maybe not so much vengeance, you know, but, like, you know, I have to give people hope. First of all, why does Batman have to talk like that? In the gravel voice? Yeah, and his it's ones like, are not as bad though as a lot of them. Well, and I just wonder is that is that like is that like a straight guy thing that we just don't get? Like, do they want to do that? Is that like something they Adam West never fucking did it? Yeah, exactly. I don't. Know. I mean, is that like like a some kind of posturing that I don't know about? Like, is that like a puffing of the chest that I don't like that? You know, like, if you talk like that. <laughs> it's like, excuse me, madam. <laughs> Could you pop off that brassiere? I'm like, no, absolutely not. Does this voice not work to accomplish my goals? Absolutely not. <laughs> not in this room. No. No. What's happening? <laughs> Do you need a lozenge? Oh, my God. Um, 
oh okay (laughs) oh but yeah so but we were talking about how this is like a a learning experience a journey for yeah well and then the other thing i was thinking is like he's the first and the only one i can think of that addresses the um the eyeshadow the eyeliner situation under the yes what, what do you call that the headpiece the cowl the cowl like because yeah. every batman has his eyeshadow you that's that's not part of the cowl but they always have like some kind of eye makeup well you'd have to right you have you'd to have i mean to. we all we all knew that was happening but nobody ever addressed it but this one emo batman he's got yeah. the the black eyeshadow and you know what i look i wasn't mad at it i wasn't either but you know what I was mad at? What? Whoever brought out the straight iron <laughs> on that hair. I'm sorry, what is this, 2007? <laughs> I mean, you couldn't have blown it out. I just felt like it was, when he was, it was Bruce, too severe in here. When he was it Bruce, was too severe. When he was Bruce, well, the thing is, is he had that, like, 1980s haircut that would have looked great feathered and blown out. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, totally. But yeah, like they ruined it by straight ironing it. I agree. The the hair shape did not go with the styling of it. No, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like it could have been easy breezy beautiful cover girl. I really Yeah. I, I feel like the straight iron felt like it felt like <laughs> like Dame Navarro to me. <laughs> <laughs> It, it felt too like, you know, punk pop band to me. Like, um, well, very that, yeah, yeah, and and I don't feel like that's where he was trying to go. I, I whoever whoever like, I feel like he needed more James Spader bounce. Oh, more. Yes. Do you see where I'm going? Of course. Well, yeah. That's what I mean by the feathered. The <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah. It had the shape but, to it, but they didn't go there. That's with what it. I'm saying. Hey guys, that's why you need to listen to. Why couldn't we have have like James Spader as some like? God, what a missed opportunity that is. I know he would have made such a great villain. You know, yeah. in the nineties. I know. For like a you know a a, a costumed villain, the Riddler. Um, yes. So, from a true crime perspective, and um, that they borrowed from some some of America's best um, serial killers and mm-hmm. and just straight up murderers. Yeah. Um, so right off the bat, there was Zodiac. Mm-hmm. We also had some of the Iceman with the rats. Um, oh. I if I don't remember if you ever saw the Iceman on HBO. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, classic. Fucked up. But yeah, yeah. But he videotaped a guy getting. He left him alone with rats and got a videotaped him being eaten alive by rats. Yeah. Um, for like, the mob. I like rats, but not well, like not like rats. Like not in that context. I don't like rats when they're eating somebody to death well i don't like them in that context yeah okay well you had you thought about that for a long Ev- time everybody's gotta eat mm-hmm. yeah i mean i'm not saying 
<laughs> I'm not saying like rats with murder in their hearts. Okay. Okay, you do. Okay. <laughs> from, from your face, I'm seeing, yes, you do like those rats. Did you ever see Willard? Yeah, you know I did. I love that. I love creepy Crispin Glover. I love, I love creepy that Crispin. That movie turned me on so much. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. You're such a creep. You're such a creep. <laughs> I, did you ever see that Crispin Glover movie where he had like a dead cat in a in a igloo cooler? He was like trying to bury it, and then all the ice melted. Anyway, oh god, gonna have to cut that out. It's horrifying to this day. Okay, um, and then. Um, also, Lee Harvey Oswald with the uh, uh, <laughs> book depository shot with the uh, gangster. <gasps> felt that. You're so smart. Felt, uh, very Lee Harvey Oswald to me. And then the Columbine shooters where he tried to get all those people to yeah. pluck people off. Yeah. So I just felt like, you know, he was just really cultivating a... Straight up American murder stereotypes. <laughs> I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but, but I mean, they were... he did a lot more than a lot of villains did. Oh yeah, and it was. I mean, I think you know they were horrific. I mean, like I could see how he, a would lot think of it them, was bad. He could have just like stuck to the you know like riddle me this. <gasps> Oh, and not only that, but the uh, head wrapping was Andrew Cunanan. The Versace <gasps> head wrapping. What? Yeah, see, I'm telling you. They're all they're all good old American murderers. This this story is like so much deeper and better telling you. than people are gonna give it credit for because they're not gonna notice that stuff. They're gonna be like, it's the Batman, blah blah blah. But it's like Mm-mm. I said, it's a true crime movie thank you thank you it is that's what i'm saying wrapped up and shown off as a batman movie but really that's why i'm telling you that's why i i did not think that i was gonna enjoy it as much as i did yeah but i was like this is very much a detective movie yeah it's very much a true crime movie and then when we meet selena for the first time she's working in the club which I think is a thing. And um, so she's working in the club as a server. And the club is owned by... Um, is it owned by Falcone? I think yeah, so. Yeah, Carmine. Carmine, who is played by John Turturro. Uh, amazing. Yeah. So he meets him. And the first thing I think of is, like, this could, this guy could have been played by James Gandolfini. Um, sorry, um, Penguin was played by um, Colin Farrell, who you would never in a million years recognize. Right. But definitely, like, they're bringing in that mobster kind of uh, underground crime syndicate thing. Well, and that's the thing, because there's a million, they could have picked a million overweight 60-year-old Italian guys yes. to play that part, and yeah. yet Paul it felt very, like, 
Jared Leto playing that guy in House of Gucci. Oh like, my god, Mamma Mia! I'm like, why are Ugh. you, why are you transforming this handsome Irish man into? Like a bloated Robert De Niro, like yeah, he did give a lot of Robert De Niro vibes for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I was like, did you want Robert De Niro? I was like, was that the direction you gave him? Like, maybe. And honestly, I felt like, you know, being raised by an Italian American, I was like, should I be offended? Yeah, <laughs> like, you should. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. I was like, I feel like I feel like you're shaming Italian Americans, Colin. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Cobblepot is not an Italian American name, but like, or an Italian name, but um, I don't know. I don't know that either. Voice. I don't know mm-hmm. either. Um, but yeah, when we meet um, Catwoman. Or um, Selena Kyle. She's in the club. Yeah. And um, so she kind of knows everybody in the underworld having worked at this club. And um, Selena ends up trying to get... She's trying to find her friend. Right. And um, who goes missing. Right. And I believe... She also worked in the club with with Selena, and she was trying to protect her. I'm assuming she was younger or something, but she, you know, was trying to protect her from the bad stuff kind of going on in the club. You have all these people, and it's not just, like, mob bosses and stuff. You come to find out that it's also, like, all of the... um, politicians and everything of Gotham. Right, like, everybody's crooked. Everybody. Yeah. And so he ends up, um, Batman ends up trying to use her to get more information. Right. Because she works there. Right, so they start working kind of as a team, like Mm -hmm. an investigative team. Yes, exactly. Yeah. She becomes his partner, even though she doesn't really want to. Right. She still will help him because she wants to find her friend. And that's kind of what it all comes down to. Yeah. And it is, again, it's that it, it feels, it has that setup of like a, like a true crime detective type story where you, you know, you pull other people in and you're just, you're both trying to untangle this you know, um, this deceptive web, and even though you have like different objectives, they overlap, and, and you during, know, and it's a clever this, plot. Though, you know, huh? But, oh, but during all this, at the same time, then you have the Riddler doing the same thing, but in like a super destructive way, like trying to, like, um. Because I think he kind of already knows, but he wants things to come to light um, about how corrupt the politicians and everything are. The the detectives, the DA, the the mayor. Right. Even um, Bruce's dad, you know? Yeah. And so... And then you get to see it firsthand in the club with Selena. Right. 
And she ends up talking to um, the DA because Batman asked her to go to the table so that he could identify all the people there at the table. He's like, wait a minute. I know that person. I know that person. Go talk to them. And she's like, ugh, I don't want to, but okay. And so she sits at the table and she starts talking to the DA who's played by Peter Skarsgård. Peter Sarsgaard? Yeah. Peter, he's not a Skarsgaard. No, he's a Sarsgaard. He's a Sarsgaard. He's, he had no K, just a Sarsgaard. He's so hot. <laughs> Interesting. Do you not think so? He's so fucking Absolutely hot. Absolutely not. Nope. Oh my God. Um, but he's like got like, not a totally shaved head, but like really short cut. And I was like, that's sure. okay. I mean, whatever. I just, he's so hot. But he plays kind of like this wimpy DA, like, you know, he's going there because you know, he's going to hang out with the boys and whatever. He's wanting to hook up with Selena, but he's like, that's okay. Whatever. And then he becomes the next victim of the Riddler. So, yeah, we sort of established that the difference between like the previous Batmans was that, you know, he is younger. He's sort of starting out, so you get to see him being a bit clumsy. He hasn't figured it out. And it the way that it's plotted is more like a detective sort of true crime. You know, he's in a more investigative mode than previous. Yeah, like him and Batman. Jeffrey Wright working together as like... Um, like buddies, like cop buddies... Partners. Yeah. Partners. And the the relationship between him and the villain is more of like a meeting of the minds than like a physical altercation. Like it's not like a a you know this sort of supernatural like Yeah. You know, just constant galactic battling. <laughs> yeah. Like a, yeah. You know? Yeah. There's no golden hammer or anything. It's... <laughs> well, because he doesn't have any superpowers. He's just a normal dude with some cool right, contacts and, and every yeah. single tactical thing in his body. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, you know, the Riddler is just like, you know, some dude that has to sneak up on people <laughs> with the syringe in the dark. Yeah. So. But, um,. So, you know, it was, I thought it was an interesting, it was an interesting take. Yeah, I really thought, yeah, it was really different from all the other ones I've seen. I never saw the George Clooney one. Did you watch the George Clooney one? I did. I did. Well, because they used to play it all the time on TV. I like Val Kilmer okay. Yeah, it was fine. (laughs) I think that one was, had the uh, Jim Carrey Riddler in it. Yeah. But... Yeah, this was a different Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Paul Dano was really good, as always. Yeah, And yeah, he has, like, good. this speech in it, and then I was like, holy shit, this reminds me so much of There Will Be Blood. Now I want to go watch that. Oh, for sure. I know. I, um... Yeah, I definitely... Um, had originally wanted to make a Daniel Day-Lewis joke at some point, but... <laughs> Okay, so we always make a playlist inspired. Yeah. yeah. And um curious 
to see what you chose. Nothing scandalous. Okay. We'll see um, about that. Okay. So the first song I chose was Shoplifters of the World. <gasps> nice. Um, by the Smiths. Nice. And I was mostly thinking of Onion Head. Nice. When I picked the song because he's a shoplifter. Well, he's a robber. He's a hold your gun up. But whatever. Shoplifters yeah. of the World. And the second song I picked was Love Cats by The Cure. Because oh, of yeah. Catwoman. Nice. Even though I really didn't want her to be with Batman. And okay. at the at the beginning of the movie and kind of like throughout, they used um, a Nirvana song. Yeah. It was kind of like that and Ave Maria were like the two songs that they chose to play throughout the whole movie. But I yeah. chose another Nirvana song that I prefer. And it's actually Tori Amos's cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Interesting. Thanks. So okay. yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna upset you here. With no, this episode. those are so strong. Thank you. I think we have some, um, what's it called? Similarities. Oh, because I chose um, um, as a Catwoman song i chose kiss them for me oh yeah by Susie, which is funny yeah. because in the second batman movie face to face was the you were gonna say that i'm sorry no but i'm glad you caught it yeah that's why okay. <laughs> and um i also chose cellophane by um fka twigs Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> I also chose, from Nirvana, I chose um, On a Plane. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why? Because um, there's that line where it was like, you know, love myself, better than you oh. i know it's wrong but what, <laughs> what can, can i do, I do? <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like obviously because he's like i've got to solve crime see you later babes <laughs> <laughs> well really he thinks he's better than everyone entitled but <laughs> Part of me wanted to add the Star Wars Death March just because they had that song playing in like the part of the score. I thought I heard that too. <laughs> it was like one note off from the the um, the Imperial Death March from Star Wars, and I was like, "This is like the Vanilla Ice version of." <laughs> Ice Ice I thought Bay. I heard the Death March too. No, yeah, like, it's not the same. No, it's close. But, yeah. All right. Well, and that's the thing. And this, again, this is, you know, two, you know, better older ladies <laughs> talking about a young Batman who has not learned his way. I hope you've learned something from it. I hope he finds his way in a good way. Okay. But with that. <laughs> with that. I, I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. And um, don't forget to send in your um, recommendations for movies, music, 
TV, whatever. And you can find us on Twitter at Weird Aunties and Instagram, Facebook at Your Weird Aunts or TikTok at Your Weird Aunts. Yeah. Um, or you can email us at weird an- yourweirdants at gmail.com. And, um, you know. Smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a good review. <laughs> That's right. Actually listen and, uh, to the show. Because yeah. it's a good one, baby. That's right. Subscribe. Subscribe. Press that subscribe button. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, it was good seeing you, buddy. It's good seeing you, too. Um, I'm your Auntie Rue. And I'm your Auntie G.